You are listening to Characters Here Podcast. Interviews, discussions, stories, and events, all from your host, Arthur, artist, podcaster, and YouTuber, Sade. For more information, visit charactersheer.com. Hey, everybody. This is your host of Characters Here Podcast, Sade. I am coming to you on a very, very late evening or night and a very, very, very early, 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 early morning. (laughs) I wanted to, well, I have been coming up with um, a topic that I can discuss with you on, you know, my journey with God and how I am living in this world as a child of God and trying to, you know, be better, grow, learn more, you know, and I think as we get older, we should want to grow and get better so that, you know, we don't repeat the same things we went through that caused us a bunch of terrorizing this. So where do I start? If you've been following along, you know that I've been reading the Bible ever since December 2019. And with an unbiased mind, that's very important. I went into this just wanting to know the truth and I received nothing but the truth. The only thing that's hard when it comes to following God is people. People, people, people. True story. Whenever you try to do good, there's always somebody trying to make you take that bad route. But the Bible talks about the weakness of the flesh. That right there can be a whole episode on its own. Y'all, it's a so it's a big reason why why I think so many people are church hurt because of what they seen somebody who acted out in their flesh, who called themselves a Christian or a child of God and did, you know, did pretty much the opposite of what they were supposed to be doing and continue and continue to do it as if it was no wrong in it. But that's part of that. But that's why it's important to have your own relationship with God to read the Bible for yourself because you will know about false prophets. You will know about people who pretend to be what they are not and you wouldn't be as hurt. But that's all that also ties into this expect nothing in return. So getting back to where I wrote for the second time, <laughs> y'all, I've asked the questions and I've gotten the answers with continued prayer and dedication to grow as a child of God. I always come across something that makes me ask things like, why do we expect so much from others? Oh, here comes the flip of the page. And that's what this episode is about. In my journey, I had the moment of wanting to correct people on their beliefs, whether they believe in God or not. I've even wanted to correct the religious people and the misguided people. But what God has taught me is that I was once where they are. Five years ago, if the Sharday now was trying to talk to the Sharday then about the Bible and God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Sharday then would probably think the Sharday now is crazy. But what I've learned is that everyone has their time. When God calls a person, he allows them to make the choice to choose him or not. Yes, he can use someone to say something to speak to that person, but it's up to that person to take that action. And what I know is that when you want something, you do what you can to get it or make it happen, just like you'll make time for the things you want. I wanted to know more about God and Jesus. And yes, I sought after finding a church home, but I discovered 
that the fastest way to know God is to read the Bible. I can't recall who I heard say this, but they said something along the lines of, how do you know you're choosing the right church if you don't know what the standards are or how the church is supposed to be conducted? It's like wanting to be a nurse and applying for all the colleges in your area, even the ones that don't have a nursing school. It's best to look up the requirements to become a nurse and go from there. It sounds simple, but we live in a world where people can justify one thing and not another. If you can research what it takes to become a nurse, why can't you research what is a believer in the God of the Bible? I have to be clear on this. This is a disclaimer. I use God. I say God. But what I've learned is that there are a lot of beliefs and religions out there that refer to what they believe in as God. But it's it's not the same God I'm talking about. I'm talking about the God that's in the Holy Bible, the God who brought us Jesus to die for our sins. And yes, I say Jesus when I'm speaking on this podcast, but when I'm studying the word on my own and when I'm in my time with God, I will either say God or Yahweh. And when I'm talking about um, Jesus, I'll say Yahshua. Those are the Hebrew names. And I've, I'm telling y'all, this this journey has been, I feel like I have gone through like what somebody would go through in 10 years when it's like, or maybe even five years, what it's like to be a believer in God. But I feel like I experienced all that in one year. And it's because I continue to read the word every single day or try my best to because it was like once something entered my mind, oh, I got to do it this way. It was like within the next month, I was like, okay, I I was just overreacting, you know? (laughs) So um, it's very important for me to be like the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Moses, you know, because when we, I learned y'all, when you not, when you don't clarify who you're referring to, we could be talking about anything. I once believed that every, just about every religion was believing in the same God, but just in different ways. How much sense do that make? Let me just ask y'all. I just have to ask this question. And just this question I'm asking y'all, I'm telling y'all, I have, I have multiple questions that I've asked over my entire life and I either never got an answer for it, never found an answer for it, or somebody just pretty much told me maybe what everybody else was saying or what they want or what I wanted to. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Okay. And when I, and it's so crazy because even then before I knew God, it didn't make sense that there are so many religions and supposedly they all believe in the same God, but they just believe in him a different way. That doesn't make sense when you really think about it. I was one of those people in this world who just always felt like I did not belong. No matter what organization, what location, no, it didn't matter who I was friends with or where I went to work or what school I went to, what class I was in or what accolades I have. No matter what, I just still feel like something is missing. Like, it just didn't make sense. But I'm telling y'all, once I got like this with God, everything started to make sense. Every question I had before got answered. Some people may be thinking, like, how is that even possible? But there is a verse, and I will have to find it. 
in the Bible that basically says it's not for us to know every single thing. So I just described who I once was. I could have two similar things, but say one needed to be done one way and the other was a coin flip. And I was okay with that. I got to this point in my life because I pretended like I was okay with a lot of things, but it was making me miserable. I had so many questions and thoughts and either I was too afraid to talk about it or no one else seemed bothered by it. That was just from my perspective. All of that brings me here from fearful to confident, from looking for approval to being satisfied. I wish I could talk about a lot of things like my thoughts with others, but I know that they just won't grasp it or will not their heads to get me to shut up, you know, stop talking or they may get offended or misunderstand or misinterpret what I'm saying. Fortunately, God is omniscient. I can talk to him about anything, anytime, and he never misunderstands me. And when I have questions, it may be a few days, a few weeks, months. Sometimes it's within that same hour, he'll answer it. I enjoy being a child of God because I only have to please one individual, God. It was a burden trying to please people and do what was popular just because everyone else did it. Now that I'm free of those burdens, I don't see how people do it. But even more, I don't see why we expect anything from others. If I know that I'm just learning how to garden, why would I expect someone who is in the gardening section at a store to know everything that I've learned about gardening? Even if someone shares with me their interest in gardening, why would I expect them to have gardening tools and to know about seeds and soil and planting? I told a friend that I had to lower my expectations when it comes to people and their immediate thought was that I was going to accept anything being given to me, which is seen as a bad thing, like lowering one's standards, but standards and expectations are not the same. I remember a movie uh, that was coming out a few years back and everyone was talking about how great this movie was going to be. Well, when I watched it, those high expectations turned into disappointments. Why was I so sour about a movie? For one, I'm a movie enthusiast, like I love movies. Two, everybody and their mama said this movie was going to be great. Over the years, I've learned to not have high expectations for movies. And now I don't get disappointed if a movie is good or bad. Honestly, I watch movie trailers and read movie reviews. And decide if I'll watch it or not. And that's just what it is now. Y'all, when I say I don't waste my time, I won't even watch a movie, no matter how popular and what everybody's saying is good. If it just seems like something that I just know, mm-mm, I'm not going to be interested. I just won't watch it. <laughs> Yet a movie is a movie. And people are people, which is totally different things. You know, a movie... Once it comes out, that beginning, middle, end is going to always be that beginning, middle, end. But people, we live, we experience, we change, and hopefully we learn and grow. You know, we won't always be the exact same. We age, you know. We talk, we start talking different. We start hanging with different people. I mean, even our jobs become different over time or our neighborhood 
or our family. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Our lives just go through it. I used to think peace meant you had to be around peaceful people. But some situations we cannot control and sometimes you have to encounter people you'd rather not be around. But it's up to us to keep the peace because we can never get away from ourselves. That reflection in that mirror will always be of you. When you live life not expecting anything, no matter how much you give, how hard you work, or how much you do for others, you can have a life full of surprises. Example time. So a friend asks if you could take them to work for a week until their car gets fixed. You agree and don't expect anything in return. The friend ends up paying you times five at the end of the week. Or you find a wallet and return it to the owner. They thank you. And the following day, someone buys you lunch. Most times, you won't get anything for what you do for others. Sometimes, you'll receive things, money, gifts, discounts, help, uh, free stuff, time off, kind words, appreciation, a hug, a shoulder to cry It will make you want to do more for others when you don't expect nothing in return. What's there to be upset about then? I do have to add that there are a lot of beliefs and practices that talk about doing good for others. And some of them I tried, just like I tried going to God, but none of them had all the boxes checked. There was always something missing. The best and biggest reason for me not to expect anything from others is because of God. No one can give me a better gift than what he's already given me, continues to give me, and the promised gift of eternal life. God's got me covered where no one, no one can cover me. I don't expect anyone to just not expect anything from others because sometimes I still would calculate how much someone owes me when they borrow from me. I was once told if you can't afford to lose it, then don't give it. But God taught me to give from the heart. That means to love. Love others not expecting love in return. And love is more than a four-letter word, y'all. It's an action. I do have to end this with an alert. Because God gave us a mind to use for intelligence, not foolishness. Not expecting anything in return does not mean to let people take advantage of you, mistreat you, and just always make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you'll be okay. Uh, you shouldn't have to take a loss to help someone else, but definitely have humility. As always, I hope this helps someone and more importantly, hope you are seeking your own relationship with God. And that's what I wrote. But now I want to share with you some verses, some Bible verses that pretty much say don't expect anything in return. Luke 6, 35, it's in the English Standard Version. Now we'll say uh, today I use King James Steel, a new King James Version and the revised edited version. Um, I feel like if you are new to the word, the best ones to start with would be New King James Version and King James Version. Those are the best ones because what I'm learning is a lot of these uh, Bible versions are basically taking a lot of stuff out of the Bible. <laughs> so just make sure you do your research on that as well. But you can never go wrong with King James and New King James. 
Okay, so this one is from English Standard Version, but it's Luke 6, uh, verse, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 6, verse 35. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. I mean, oh, and this is me just talking, but if you can see that's how people are just in, you know, in this world, why wouldn't you want to, you know, just give from the heart and not expect nothing in return? People already have it hard. You even know in your own life where you have it hard. Wouldn't it be nice if somebody just did something for you out of the kindness of their heart? So I feel like we should do the same for others. Uh, Romans chapter 13, 8 says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Oh, that's a whole, this is me talking, that's a whole nother topic in itself about the law. The covenant, the new covenant, and the law, and all those good things are all in one, which means they cover everything when jesus said these are the greatest commandments to love god and to love your neighbor as yourself um if you will look at the ten commandments and then go back to love god and love your neighbor as yourself all of those ten commandments are summarized into love god and love your neighbor as yourself again i am still growing as a child of god but i am growing in the sense that i want to do better and i always ask for correction from god to Put it in my way that if I'm doing something that is not pleasing to him or if I've done something wrong that I am unaware of to correct me. Now, when I know I do something wrong, I re repent truthfully because I don't want to do it again. And because I also know that I am weak in the flesh, you know, even though I want to do my best to be holy and to do as God called me. I know sometimes that my my weakness is my flesh is being a human. So I, I will pray and hope not to um, end up in a situation where I am pleasing my flesh instead of pleasing God and that God helps me. So it's all about remaining faithful to God. Here's something else. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14. Let all that you do be done in love. This is actually a verse that I used in one of my business cards that I put together and I'm thinking about making a video on YouTube on how I made that business card, but I wanted to put some scripture in my business card for something that just gets somebody thinking because you just never know who you can share the word with. There is always someone out there that you can touch with the word of God and that person could be another great person that God uses to share the gospel. And then we have John chapter 13 verses 34 through 35 says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another by this. All people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. First Peter chapter four verse eight says above all keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. And then Colossians chapter three verse 14 says and above all these put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony and y'all there are so many more verses in the bible about love being important and how love basically covers everything 
And it's something that you should want to uphold in your life. It's very important because remember, God loves all of us on this earth. We all got issues, so we should not be expecting others who have issues too. That's another thing. We are just so not quick to think about what someone else is going through. Yeah, we're experiencing things, but you got to know everybody handles things differently. So just walk in this world, live in this world, not expecting anything, not a little, not a lot, anything. Don't expect anything from others. Don't expect anything in return. And it's so funny when I think about it now, I've just done so many things for people or even just help somebody with something. And I really wasn't expecting, I mean, truly wasn't expecting anything from that person, but probably some food. I don't know what it is. You feed me. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. But um, the blessings have been tremendous, sometimes a little overwhelming because I'm just like, is this real? I mean, this is my situation. And that's another thing, too. I have to say this. Like, I don't I hope people don't expect life to be gravy or to just be all of a sudden great because you now believe in God and really truly want to trust in him and have a relationship with him it's not like you're just gonna become rich and be having the most luxurious things that's not what it's about it's about the change of the heart and the mind and just giving your all to God it's a freedom unlike any other I'm telling y'all now I understand how physically you could be I guess in jail or just somewhere but to know that this world may can harm you physically, but they can't take your soul. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. If the worst that a person can do or people can do to you is kill you, that should tell you you shouldn't have to fear anything in this world. You shouldn't have to fear anything. But at the same time, that's when we have these high expectations in life for others and ourselves and i'm telling y'all it was stressful living like that for me but because of my relationship with god and i love him so much i just i don't feel the pressure the pressure is away from me and i'm so glad there are some days there are some times where i'm just battling a little bit because of my love for people but then i have to be reminded hey now you this may be family these may be friends but you, God is the, Jesus the one that died for you, ma'am, okay? Jesus did. I'm here just sharing the gospel because I love God. And because I love God, I love people. And it's so easier to love people when you know why we're here, when you know that what's to come will come. I mean, y'all, it's, it's going to be something in the future, but I ain't worried. Because I know who my God is. I know I have nothing to fear. But at this point, I'm, I have talked and talked and talked. <laughs> I have finished reading what I have written down. But I just wanted to come in love and to share just some more things that are on my mind to share. And I'm so glad that it all came together this way because I have been trying to come up with a topic because we're back into the season And I just pray for each and every one of y'all that are listening and your families and what you are going through. I pray that God 
just brings blessings on you. But most importantly, that you see God in your life, that you truly have a relationship with him and that you read the Bible. That is the best way to know God, because you will find that a lot that you take on and do, you don't even have to put up with. So thank y'all for listening to this episode. Please leave a review of this episode wherever you are listening to it and just talk to me. Let me know what's on your mind, what you would like to hear in the future. And if you are someone who wants to be on Character Tier Podcast and you want to talk about anything, we can definitely talk about it. Thank y'all so much for listening. I hope that you tune in for the next episode of Character Tier Podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to Characters Here Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share this episode with everyone you know. And remember, don't be a stranger. Be a character. Be a character. Be a character.